0: On a chilly evening in November 1999, the industry lost one of its most talented and prolific voice actors when Mary Kay Bergman shockingly ended her own life. She was literally at the height of her career. Tons of TV work, a huge role in the South Park movie, and a possible performance at the Oscars on the horizon. What's to blame? Society? The images on TV? Canada? Find out today on Death in Entertainment.
1: Live from Los Angeles. 911, what is your emergency? Here in Hollywood now. Two counts of murder. Injury and death. Oh my God, shocking new details. That have stunned the entertainment world.
0: Um, This makes me a little nervous. The hair stood up on my arms. Just like in the movies. What do
1: you call this thing anyway?
0: Death in Entertainment.
2: Yellow Dead-O's.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa. Heidi-ho.
1: How
2: are you? What what's up? What's going on? What's up, kid? How you doing? Welcome back to the pod. My name's Kyle Plouffe. My name's
1: Mack McCarran
0: And I'm Alejandro Dowling. And we are getting close to
2: uh, rounding out the 40s here. Episode 48? 49? Yes.
0: 48. One of them. <laughs> no, it's, it's firmly 48. Yes. yes. Yeah.
1: 47 with Woodstock 99. 48 is going to be today's topic
0: and i got some news for you whoa we are staying in 1999 what Because i was having such a good time in the year yeah Yeah. i'm like why should we leave so fast (laughs) before
1: we hit y2k we're gonna we're gonna hang out a little bit yeah i
0: wanted to explore another
2: story that year absolutely and if you guys are new here just a little word of uh warning that we are a comedy podcast so we're not making fun of anyone that's died but we do come here to have a good time all right ideally so if you hear us laughing, we're not laughing at anybody who's dead, but we're laughing about situations, all right? And with that said, we're going all the way back to November 11th, 1999. Oh, boy.
0: Mark, can you help us with the movies? Oh, I'm so glad you
1: asked. I'd love to do that. Um, so the top three movies around this time. Number three, The Bachelor with uh, Chris O'Donnell, actually. Oh, Chris O'Donnell. Yeah. Hot throb. Hot throb. Batman yeah. and Robin. Artie Lang. Not a heartthrob.
0: throb. Not a heartthrob throb at all. <laughs> a and slob. He was his slobbiest <laughs> yeah, in that yeah, movie. Yeah.
2: His yeah. heart probably throbs offbeat.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> He gained 45 pounds for the role no one asked him to. <laughs> <laughs> Number two in the movies, House on Haunted Hill. Ooh. Was that with, I remember, was Owen Wilson in that too?
0: No, oh, I'm in all these movies. But now. he would have fit in. Yeah. This Jeffrey cast Rush. is ridiculous. Yeah. Jeffrey Rush. Famke Jensen. Tate Diggs. Famke. Famke. GoldenEye.
2: Yeah. Uh Tate Diggs. Ali Larder. And Academy Award winner, Chris Kattan, everybody,
1: <laughs> rounds out the cast. Mango! mango, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> yeah. This
0: must be a terrifying movie yeah. <laughs> based yeah. on that cast. So, yeah, yeah.
1: Weird-ass cast. Doesn't make any sense.
0: Um, and you know what else bothers me? It's November.
1: November nine. How
0: is this still the one of the top movies? It's a Halloween movie.
2: Hey. It's the power of Robert Zemeckis, okay? Yeah. He produced the movie. So. Oh, he did. Yeah. It's
0: not the power of Catan.
2: No. Well, yeah, I
1: know a little bit. I'm sure Catan got it over the finish line yeah. with, uh, with the studios. And stuff.
0: That sounds like a Malcolm Gladwell book. Yeah. The power of Catan.
1: We have Catan <laughs> attached. Robert Zemeckis is thinking about producing it. The studio's like, a green light, here's a check. Yeah. Number one, The Bone Collector with Angelina Jolie.
0: The story of Ed Gein. Is it? No.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, isn't it Denzel Washington?
0: Yes. Oh, but okay. also
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Angelina Jolie. Two people could be in the movie.
0: Jolie being in it. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. she's was... the lead with oh, Denzel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I saw it in the theater.
1: It's a murder thriller thing, right?
0: I remember nothing. I think I fell asleep. I
1: think it's like one of those movies like Kiss the Girls, at, at, at which one point, you know, they're like, he's turning this into a game. You know, it's like yeah. some murder, crazy murder behind the scenes that they're trying to find.
0: And Denzel was always doing those low key thrillers in the night. A lot of those. Fallen. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah.
1: I like when he did it in the 2000s, he did more of like the action thriller stuff. With well, my, he was
0: on the cusp. Training of Day. Training Day, exactly. That's yeah. what really, it's like, oh, yeah, you forgot. Like He's a great actor.
1: Little uh, Denzel innocence
0: yeah. yeah. I mean, he's always good, and so is Jolie. It's just they were stuck in a boring movie.
1: Yeah. You There's can't a lot save
0: of a boring movie. Absolutely. They've tried.
1: So, Kyle, what's going on <laughs> with the music situation around
2: this time? Top three songs. November 11th, 1999. Number three is Heartbreaker by Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey featuring J- Jesus. Mariah Carey featuring,
1: featuring Jesus. Jesus? What? Featuring- yeah. what? What a get. What is- yeah. <laughs> How do you top Jesus? <laughs> we got Jesus attached to this. Whoa, <laughs> the
0: studio's
2: like, wow, what the fuck? Heartbreaker, you've got the best of me. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> That's a good Jesus. Forever and ever. Uh,
2: featuring Jay-Z. So hip-hop Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: Mariah Carey, who I'm a fan of, which we've documented in the past. And you mixed it up with J-Lo in the past. But.
2: No, you like both.
1: Okay, I like both.
2: Uh, number two, Satisfy You by Puff Daddy and R. Kelly.
1: Oh, whoa, hey,
2: whoa! Watch your mouth. Satisfying who over here? Man.
0: Hey, wow. P- Puff Daddy, can I piss on you? Yeah. <laughs> Too old. <laughs>
1: Too old and too wrong gendered. Too much of a guy. Yeah, too (laughs) much of a guy.
0: R. Kelly kind of in the news again because he's the soundtrack of a controversial comedy video. Oh, Oh, God. Ari Spears and Tiffany Haddish. Yeah. If you haven't seen it yet, don't you ever watch it. Yeah.
1: That'd be funny, though, if his lawyer actually sued them for the video.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <That'd> <laughs> for copyright hilarious. infringement. Royalties. Royalties. <laughs> yeah, for the
2: 1,000 people that viewed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: The 58 likes that were on there. For yeah. some reason, who the fuck is liking that?
2: The yeah. dark web.
0: Yeah, probably. Exactly.
2: Uh, number one, Smooth by Santana featuring Rob Thomas. Woo!
0: This, this song, was a fucking song, it's yeah. an earworm. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's on every, it, in every like department store in the country. Oh,
0: just... I just remember
1: being a Dairy Queen outside yeah. during the summer. Any it would place just be, that has yeah. a
2: speaker in a business, that's you, it. That it it song was. Blaring. On. Yeah, so it's been number one, and it's the fifteenth week on the charts. That's why it's significant. This yeah. long time,
0: that was big. Been here. Why did it hit such a chord that it just never it's left catchy. the radio?
1: It's catchy, Isn't it Rob Thomas was. I guess his band was hot. Like, they had, had a lot of hit singles also for Matchbox 20.
0: And I couldn't comprehend at that age. I was like, it says Santana is the main guy, but it seems like Rob Thomas is doing the heavy lifting. Well, yeah. Santana
1: didn't really sing. He's just playing guitar, and that could have been anyone like, playing really? guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he sings with his guitar, I guess.
0: This feels like Matchbox 20 featuring Santana. Right. Yeah. That's you know a, what I'm saying? I know, yeah. Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying.
1: Yeah, we're all on board with you, Alejandro. Relax here. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Alejandro just pulled a gun out of his pocket. Yeah, <laughs> he's heading
2: to Capitol Records right now.
1: <laughs> he's going right down Hollywood Boulevard. He's scaling it. Yeah. He, he wants fucking blood. <laughs> you want smooth,
0: motherfucker? You want smooth?
1: <laughs> How dare you describe the song that way? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay,
2: well, here we are. It's crazy because a lot of people wouldn't know her by name, but if you've listened to or seen any animation in the 90s, there's a chance that you've heard her voice.
1: More than a chance. Yeah, guaranteed. There's a couple of those go-to voice actors in Hollywood that are just like, you know, they're the people you want to get because they have such range and they really know what they're doing once a character comes to them. Um, Yeah. Yeah, there's that that girl that does The Simpsons. She does like Bart Simpson and stuff. She's like Nancy Cartwright. Nancy yeah. Cartwright, yeah. So th- there's like those people that are just like legends in the business.
0: Yeah. Who was friends with Mary Kay Bergman? Really? By the way. Oh boy. So Mary Kay Bergman was born June fifth, nineteen sixty one, Los Angeles. Okay. Her parents were lounge singers Pat McGowan and Dave Bergman. They would go to clubs in Reno and Vegas, and they had this act.
1: They were on the circuit. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like um, kind of a dingy, dark, you know, lounge act and stuff. You'd see on like from the Dresden and those feelers and stuff, <laughs> which was depicted in uh, swears.
0: And Mary Kay was raised Jewish, but she was not religious herself. In her youth, she was actually more fascinated with Christianity and eventually became what she called a Catholic Jew. That's interesting. Yeah.
1: It's such a a big move just to go right to Catholicism and just skip like regular, you know, Protestant Christianity or whatever.
0: Probably a little bit of rebellion too. Like, yeah. I want to do my own thing, find my own religion. Sure. She was also fascinated by fantasy worlds. Okay. Which makes sense, right? For a voice actor, eventual voice actor who is constantly in fantasy.
1: You're going to have to have a big imagination to, to realize some of these characters.
0: Absolutely. And she would sneak into Hollywood Forever Cemetery after dark.
1: Before they did the movies there?
0: <laughs> Way before. Oh, wow. <laughs>
1: before the hipsters would show up with big hats and like, watch. <laughs> with, uh, you know, w- what am I thinking of? Um... Picnic basket. That's oh,
0: what I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Wicker baskets and beer flights. Yeah, yeah. Shitty mustaches with wax.
0: <laughs> and a record by Mumford and Sons. Yeah. yeah. I just Step act- it on graves. I just
1: activated Kyle right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fuck him.
1: Oh, oh, you just got me going here. I'm man. smelling what you're stepping in.
0: <laughs> and she would hop the Paramount Wall and go on to the lot. Wow.
1: You could do that back in the day, just kind of like, you know, like Sony right now, it's like a fortress, like a sniper would take you out if you yeah. tried to
0: jump on that lot. Yeah. They don't even let Adam Sandler in. <laughs> 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 I have credentials.
1: <laughs> I, have, <laughs> I have a pitch.
0: <laughs> they saw his last seven movies. Exactly, That's the problem. Yeah. And everyone else did. And her mom, Pat, you know, one half of the lounge act. She was also an inker at Fleischer Studios. This animation studio dates back to Betty Boop. Oh, okay. And Popeye. Yeah. And so Mary Kay and her mom loved watching cartoons together and they bonded over that. They were also both huge Trekkies. Really? Mm.
1: Did they like go to all the festivals and comics yes. and stuff like that? And yeah. you
0: can imagine later in life when Mary Kay found success. She'd go to all those conventions and even got to meet the cast of Deep Space Nine. She
1: could have been the uh, you know, Mrs. William Shatner.
0: Ooh, she missed out. She missed out. She would have died the same year. <laughs> <Yeah>. Wow. Kinda <laughs> ends the same way. Yeah. Yeah. Regardless. Interesting. Get this. Mary Kay and her mom would write letters to NBC begging them not to take Star Trek off the air.
1: So they're part. They're those people. They're, they're those, those people. The, the, the people that actually write physical letters and send them.
0: Trekkies, Trekkers. Now everyone's online. I think
1: doing that. Like mm-hmm. people try to save like the worst show you've ever seen, <laughs> and they're like, all of a sudden these like these fans coming out of the woodwork and like save you know
0: Shucky's, uh poop pit, you know, <laughs> <laughs> or like Parenthood. <laughs> yeah, like who's that <laughs> much of a <laughs> fan of Parenthood yeah, that you like, give a fuck that there's a third? They have season.
1: diehard fans that are willing to die. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> Mary Kay's idols were Gilda Radner, Lucille Ball, and especially Carol Burnett. Wow.
1: I like Carol Burnett growing up. She was great. I she ha, she did a new sketch show in the 90s that I really liked. Mm. Really? I think she did a sketch show in like the 70s also, but then she like rebooted it.
0: Well, the it, 70s one is That's
1: legendary. A legend, yeah, that's a legendary one. But then she brought it back. On, like, ABC or something. I forget ex- exactly. I, I think it was on Sunday night or something. But I have no
0: memory don't of that. I remember Saturday. The 90s one.
1: I don't know if it, if it lasted that long. But I, at Probably that not. age, I just watched everything on TV. It didn't even matter if it was good or bad. She also just had a masterful performance
2: on Better Call Saul. She did. The final season was very good.
0: Yeah, I agree. Carol Burnett's awesome.
1: But it's funny to see her back in black and white and uh, Better Call Saul because she started out in black and white yeah. television. I'm sure that was not lost on the writers and every, all the Absolutely, producers. Yeah.
0: Mary Kay actually got to ask Carol Burnett a question during a Q&A at the TV Academy later on. Really? So that was very cool for her. And all her idols, what they had in common, chameleon-like qualities and funny. Yeah. Mary Kay went to Hollywood High
1: This is where all the lunatics we find, Like, like Robert Downey Jr. and people like that.
2: RDJ went to Santa Monica, didn't he? Who did? RDJ. Robert Downey Jr.? Who's RDJ though? RDJ. Oh, oh, RDJ.
1: I really thought you said Rock, RDJ also. Yeah, Robert Downey
2: Jr. Okay.
0: Yeah, okay. <laughs> he knew
1: that w- what we heard. I know. He was trying to fuck with yeah, us. He who, was. Th- who calls him that? RDJ, bro. Yeah, yeah he's trying to fuck Come with on. us. Come on. We've
0: mentioned him before. He's You've never said RDJ. Never RDJ, RDJ, RDJ bro. Get the fuck out of yeah. here.
1: <laughs> Some people call him Iron Man or something. Maybe, uh, but RDJ.
2: RDJ. Wow.
1: Or it sounds like our DJ. Like this is our DJ. This is here. our DJ. He's he's good. He's our DJ. Our DJ. Yeah. <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> in her class was Lisa from the famed Wendy and Lisa who worked with Prince on Purple Rain in the oh. 80s. Oh, okay. Mary Kay then went on to study theater arts at UCLA where she became friends with fellow classmate Nancy Cartwright. Wow. Who went on to become the voice of Bart Simpson. Yep. Her first gig was a TV movie called Return Engagement with Liz Taylor. Wow. You know, that's kind of cool, right?
1: Start out right there, right out the gate with Liz Taylor.
0: And she was a finalist for Saturday Night Live. Wow. Whoa. But was rejected. Ah.
1: For her her big uh, inspiration, um, what's her name?
0: Gilda Radner. Gilda Radner, yeah. She did actually say that she was relieved she didn't get it because she felt she was too young at the time. Okay. And it wouldn't have worked out. Sure. So, probably for the best. After several projects fell through, she got a real job as a receptionist at Boy Scouts of America. What? And people kept telling her, Gee, you have a nice speaking voice. Hmm. She basically went through the 80s like this with odd jobs
1: while trying to you know fulfill her acting
0: kind of dreams. Ga- she gave up though at a certain point, really because it wasn't working out.
1: I mean if I if I was like shortlisted for SNL, I'd be like, you know, I'm on something here or yeah. if I was in something with Liz Taylor. You but know. enough that would be crazy to see me with something with Liz
0: Taylor also. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> but enough projects fall through and you lose your enthusiasm. That's
1: true. You're like, yeah, it's me, and you know, it's not gonna happen.
0: But one fateful night, uh oh, she was at a friend's house and there was a karaoke machine. Nice. She was going wild. And so someone there was like, Look, this is gonna sound like a come on or something, but you got it. Yeah. And you should get a voice coach and really pursue voice acting. Ooh, you got that could
1: be harsh for some people to hear.
0: <laughs> right, <laughs> you, you can take that a couple of got ways. A face for the
1: booth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle got guy it. in Hollywood, who just kind of taps people on the shoulder. Listen and to us. <laughs> we 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 saw a lot, and we listen a lot. You're you're for the booth.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, but on the flip side, what if you saw Mariah Carey before she hit, and you're like, "You got it, kid." you're going to be a big star as a singer. Yeah. That's the same difference, isn't it? It's based on the voice.
1: Yeah. It's definitely a compliment. It's finding something that someone does that you find extraordinary.
0: That being said, she was deeply insecure about her looks and felt she wasn't pretty enough to be a star.
1: Well, some people, it's not the fact that you're not pretty, it's just you're not the right look for what they're looking for, which is a very narrow version of what good is
0: eye of the beholder yeah so she went for it after that night she got the coach yeah and she got her first radio spot in 1986 for a security company okay you know you got to start somewhere
1: Start, start small
0: around this time she met fellow voice actor dino andrade
1: that sounds familiar, but I, I can't really pinpoint exactly who that is. It sounds like someone that's famous.
0: He's another voiceover actor. Maybe that's why. But I don't think he's famous. Okay. It's just, you're thinking of Dino De Laurentiis or something.
1: Yeah, or Dino Stamatopoulos, who's a big uh, yeah. animation yeah.
0: guy. Yeah. Oral Oral. Because uh-huh. this guy, you know, he's done stuff like World of Warcraft, you know, a lot of video games, but not like a household name or anything. Sure. So Mary Kay and Dino bonded over their love of TV themes, and he was shocked that she knew all the lyrics to the show Gigantor. <laughs> have any of you heard of this show? No. Was it nev- from
1: the 70s or 80s? Or- <laughs> I have
0: no idea, actually. Oh, okay. No, never heard of it. Let's see.
2: It looks like it's from like the 50s. Oh. It's 19... 19- uh, is it
0: live action? Or 1963 it- Japanese cartoon. <laughs> okay. Wow. Wow. That's why he was impressed. He's like, why the hell do you know the lyrics to this theme song?
1: It's a very niche, maybe cult TV yeah. show that people are into. That's
0: but you so know funny. how that goes. If you're talking to someone. Yeah. And they know the same obscure thing you know. Yeah. Your eyes light up.
1: You're like, what is it? There's another freak out there. Yeah. That likes this weird <laughs> thing I do.
0: Dino was just coming off a bad breakup. And Mary Kay told him, I am not going to be your rebound girl. Ooh. And so she brushed off his advances for six months. Then, finally, they went on a date. And in 1990, they tied the knot. Wow. Dino stuck with it, huh? Yeah, I was going to say, six months is a long time. Yeah, to be don't like, stop let the Let me holler at you. Let me holler at, <laughs> yeah. at you. Holla, holla, holla. Holla, holla,
1: holla. Can I holler? Let me holler at you.
0: Kyle gives up after three months. Yeah. I know.
1: I give up after two seconds. I'm like, yeah, this is not going to work. Yeah. I gave up talking.
0: before <laughs> <even> <laughs> Before even
1: initiate anything. Yeah.
0: <laughs> they had a fun life together. You know, they would go to Las Vegas. She loved playing blackjack. That's a red flag. No, I'm just <laughs> And this is perhaps a testament to their love. She grew up loving dogs, and he was a cat guy. Ugh. and he converted her to be a cat person
1: oh that's awful yeah and so
0: when they were in vegas they <laughs> would go they took it a step further and they would go see Siegfried and roy all the time yeah oh my god
1: <laughs> i'd rather someone uh convert me to, to uh s- satanism yeah
0: and she was into <laughs> fashion so she would make like carol baskin type Leopard, Prince, and... Oh, my God. They seem like a wild couple. They're like,
1: <laughs> you never know when you're going uh, for dinner at their house, what's going to happen, you know? Is there going to be some wife-swapping situation or something?
0: <laughs> you never know. never know. Obviously, they loved Halloween. That's a given, right? Yeah,
1: they seem like the type.
0: And the Dodgers. They don't
1: seem like that type. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, but in LA, it's, like a, it's kind of a culture here. Sure. 1989. Mary Kay Bergman. She's got Dino. Yeah, she got the cat. She's got a radio spot in the can. All right. Things are kind of cooking with her voiceover work. Yeah,
1: things are looking up in the, in the world of uh, her.
0: Well, guess who comes knocking?
1: Who's this? Disney. Mm. It's Mr. Walt Disney himself Yeah,
0: he's melting at her door <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And he's like, you kid You're I not heard- Jewish, are you? <laughs> 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 no, I converted <laughs> I'm a Catholic <laughs> Jew Or whatever, Catholic, I yeah. don't give a fuck Yeah, yeah. yeah. L- L- Scientologist, whatever you want me to be Lose the Jew, it's cleaner <laughs> <laughs>
1: Half of you can work for me yeah.
0: <laughs> Mary Kay Berg <laughs> yeah. Actually, that somehow sounds worse Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She was hired by Disney as the new voice of Snow White, replacing Adriana Casalotti, who was the original voice of Snow White in the original movie in was the it 1930s. Was it
1: contract negotiation or did she just get too old? She aged out of it.
0: A little long in the tooth okay. at that point. Yeah. And so it was kind of a- hot- That's what
1: Disney does once you're a certain age. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> like Driscoll.
2: Yeah, but Driscoll, when it, he was like twelve, I know, but but it, woman but, was like but it happens at multiple.
1: <laughs> it happens at multiple levels. We're trying to say, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: ninety eight,
2: and this was <laughs> this was for uh, the um, Snow White TV show, right? various
0: snow white yeah. ips yeah
1: disney is just nonstop. they're cranking shit out left and like right books, all the time you know books, yeah. sound effect whatever they yeah. needed snow white for yeah
0: but also interestingly and the enough, rides too yeah they need a voice for the rides that's true that's another example yeah yeah and interestingly enough for the 1993 re-release of the movie there was some voiceover tracks that were lost And so they had Adriana record something for it. Like, let's see how it sounds. But as Kyle said, she's 98 years old. Yeah, Yeah. So it didn't sound that great. So they kind of secretly had Mary Kay Bergman... In the wings. In the wings, just in case. And so they had her do it, and it was way better, in their opinion. Mm -hmm. So in the 93 reissue of Snow White, which was in theaters... There are parts where you'll hear Mary Kay Bergman as Snow White. Wow. So they're
1: not consistent. So they're just like mixing in various Snow Whites. That's kind of messy.
0: Yeah. yeah. And then Adriana had no idea this was going on. Ooh. Yeah. And so she's tuning into the Oscars in 1993. And guess who comes out to present the best animated short? <laughs> Snow White. Wow. And she's not the voice. Wow. Holy shit. That's cold. Disney is cold, man. Yeah, and I,
1: not as cold as Walt
2: Disney. Adriana Casalotti, uh <laughs> actually is an alum from Hollywood High as well. Mm. I have this list here. It's fucking amazing. Oh, it stands out. Uh, Mary Kay Bergman, Brandy, uh, Carol Burnett. Wow. Also, Carol Burnett. I was so many
0: was people we talked about. And Adriana. By the way, Kyle, Adriana also lived across the street. From Mary Kay Bergman growing up. Wow. wow. It's like feud
1: or something. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. It's like um, Betty Davidson. What's her name?
0: Joan Crawford. Uh, Joan Crawford.
1: <clears throat> Keith Carradine.
2: <clears throat> Robert Carradine. Adriana The whole
0: Carradine clan. Yeah, the
2: clan. No, just the half okay. brothers. Uh and La- Jesse Plemons' uncle, remember? Mike. Yeah, yeah. Michael <laughs> Bowen.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. He was part of that clan also.
2: Lon Chaney Jr. Cher. Wow. Do you believe? Lawrence Fishburne. Judy Garland. James Garner.
0: Oh, wow. Judy Garland. There's a whole bunch. Man. Nobody went to my high school.
1: Imagine if they were all there together. That'd be nuts. In the same
0: <laughs> class. Yeah. You have Maverick, yeah. Dorothy Gale, Yeah.
1: Sarah Jessica
2: Parker, John Ritter, Mickey Rooney, Mickey um, Mouse, Sharon yeah. Tate. Whoa. Future episode. Yeah. Of course. Uh Rita Wilson. And, Tom Hanks' wife, and that's who pretty can much rap it. But, as well, well I by think, the way. I that's think, a big list. I
1: think also what happens is a lot of these people are from various parts of the U.S., and they move here when they're kids.
2: Yeah, to with, Hollywood. To Hollywood, yeah. and then
1: they're like, where are we going to go to school? Hollywood High School. Why yeah. not? I wonder what type of curriculum they have. If it's like, you know, voice acting and...
0: You know. How to pose on the red carpet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Like, what are they teaching people there?
0: Drug dosage. Yeah, How to yeah. scale the wall at Paramount.
1: Yeah. Well, they, they didn't teach uh, RBJ, the, you know, how to... RDJ.
2: RDJ. Charlie he Chaplin. He was cutting class in Santa Monica, that's why. He was cutting lines in yeah, Santa exactly. Monica. That's uh, yep, exactly. <laughs>
1: um anyway so yeah
0: so where were we (laughs) snow white
1: yeah oscars
0: the oscars so it's good for mary Kay bergman but she had to keep it on the dl it wasn't something she was proudly announcing to be respectful to adriana
1: but she didn't come out like there was no facebook back then where you could say hey i got i got some news for you guys i'm the new Voice of, you know, Snow White or anything. Yeah. So there was no big announcement. It wasn't a variety or something, I'm assuming. No. Okay.
0: And by this point, she's also doing a lot of other stuff. Why bother? Yeah. Other Disney movies she appeared in, Beauty and the Beast. She plays a couple of, they're called the Bim in the town, Bimbets, yeah, that's what they're credit they're labeled <laughs> as their characters,
1: not the bimbos, the bimbets. More than one bimbo is Bimbet, yeah, I think yeah, so. yeah. Like, the plural, yeah, a gang of bimbos <laughs> is a Bimbet.
0: So when Belle is singing at the beginning, like I love to read books, the girls like kind of laugh behind her back, like part of the chorus, yeah. That's Mary Kay Bergman. Oh. That's such
1: a Bimbet move, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> they're so shallow,
1: I know, typical Bimbets.
0: Okay, she also appeared in Mulan, Hunchback of Notre Dame. She did the yodeling for Jesse in Toy Story 2. Yodeling, yodeling. And Yes, and she did a lot of stuff like that that's yeah. kind of interesting. Roars for animals randomly, just yeah. sound effects. So too. many uncredited roles she got herself in major things. Yeah, like Michael Winslow. She so, had a talent. For Please Academy. She had a talent. So like me. <laughs> yeah. Mm. She would do that in major movies. The sound
1: of, you know, the background of music of movies is like so intricate because there's like every second. Remember old movies? You just hear a lot of quietness as people yeah. would walk through in between scenes and stuff. Now you need some type of. Noise yeah. every second of a movie, ooh, ooh, or else people will lose their engagement.
2: I would love to know how people get jobs. as it's what what they call a foley artist? Yeah, is the people who make like the crunches of bones.
1: And oh stuff. yeah, like,
0: yeah, yeah. Just, I want to get in the foley guild. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> yeah, like, <what> the fuck. <laughs> Consider this my audition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey! Yeah! 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 You're hired, kid. That's pretty good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I was just listening. Yeah, that same guy from the karaoke is uh f- from her is uh, listening
0: right now. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. I told him. So. No, when I do karaoke, nobody's coming up to me afterwards going, <laughs> yeah. "You got it." Yeah. They <laughs> yeah. say, "Get out of here." They're
1: closing the bar down. <laughs> <laughs> we're closing a little early tonight, guys, and <laughs> permanently. Permanently.
0: Yeah, actually, we're closing up comp- shop. Yeah, bad it was. <laughs>
1: the bank. Uh, yeah, n- nails the door shut. <laughs>
0: <laughs> besides disney this is incredible so her career ended in 1999 spoiler alert oh boy but she has over a hundred credits on imdb
2: and it's so much more because like we said there were so many uncredited uh roles yeah she did a bunch of the simpsons that aren't on her imdb really yeah just random random uncredited roles on the simpsons well, for I, six or seven years in the 90s a yeah.
1: lot of those and i know someone that works uh in animation and like when you have a big show like that there's a lot of small things you know like yeah. family guy meg in the background does this little noise that they have to cover and usually if it's not done in the booth by the paid person they're having do it they have a lot of Cheaper people come in to do the B team. They get the B team, s- the B team <laughs> that are not sag, that are just doing the little small pieces that they need to pick up yeah. throughout the entire episode.
0: Yeah. And so she did hundreds of TV commercials, including Mrs. Butterworth. Wow. Kids cartoons. She was Jay the Jet Plane. She was on Rugrats. Nice. Other notable voice roles. The villainous Dr. Blight on Captain Planet. Gwen Stacy in Spider Man, Daphne in The New Scooby Doo. Oh. And Pretty Fly for a Rabbi, the song.
2: Whoa. From Weird Al?
0: Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, okay. Which has a movie
2: coming that with yeah, Daniel, Daniel Radcliffe. Radcliffe. It boy yeah. so fucking good. Boy, That's going to be good.
1: So good. It could be good, but it could be like, oh, this is... Because the, the social media presence of this movie yeah. and people talking about it's it too good. is so heightened that yeah. it, be, it really better pay off.
0: In <laughs> the song, Mary Kay is the one that goes, for a rabbi. Nice. Nah, nah. She also did voice matching. Which is like when you have to seamlessly recreate a celebrity's voice in a movie because they're not available to do more work for it. Wow. Yeah,
1: yeah, same thing with like uh, the the anime shows and stuff. Yeah. yeah, so
0: she did this for Helen Hunt, Jodie Foster, and Jennifer Tilly. Wow, she's That's just really insane. good at recreating yeah. other actors' voices. So any of their movies in the 90s, you never know when it's Mary Kay Bergman. Wow.
2: It's funny that she got like noticed doing karaoke because if you're really good at impressions, you're probably really good at music too because it's all trained by ear.
0: It's
1: an ear thing. Yeah. 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 She
0: can do whatever you need her to do. She can sing. She can act. She can be dramatic, funny, whatever. A kid, an adult, insane range.
1: Yeah, and I think if your parents are singers like that, that that's how it starts, and that's what probably made them. It's a genetic talent they probably had.
0: Let's hear a little bit of her voice work. I have a little yeah. compilation.
1: Funny, Peter. The name's Gwen Stacy. Look, Mister Comedian. I'll go down to let them know you finally arrived. Then you
0: Spider-Man. can make your grand entrance. You look disappointed. Balto. And I thought that you might be a hunter, but unlike you, I'm not disappointed.
1: I'm not afraid of the dark woods at night.
0: Snow White? You're the new
1: kid, huh? How about a drink? Good thing <laughs> I got kind of polished up this morning. My light syrup's even thicker than before with almost half the calories of my regular syrup. That's Buttersworth right there. That's yeah. range right that's there. That's crazy. She yeah. was doing Nelson?
2: <laughs> uh, it sounded like Nelson, but it wasn't. That was Rugrats. Oh,
0: yeah. okay. Got a drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And she also was the consummate professional. She knew how to deal with difficult directors, for example. She didn't take shit from anyone, but yet was very likable and obviously multi-talented. So that's why she's the go-to. Yeah. But something is brewing that's Uh about to launch her into another level. Another stratosphere. Of voice acting. What is it? A small mountain town. (laughs) Oh, yeah? Known as South Park. Uh Oh. This is the rarefied air that a voice actor gets to. Yeah, Mary Kay Bergman was every female voice on South Park. Crazy. Oh
1: wow! For somebody, the first one that jumps out at me is. Uh... Stan's mom, the, the Jewish mom. Super Kyle's funny. mom. Kyle's,
0: Kyle's mom, yeah. yeah Kyle. Mrs. <laughs> Broflovsky. <laughs> yeah, Mrs. yeah. The biggest bitch in the whole wide world.
1: Yes, that song I remember specifically. Yeah, yeah people yeah. used to sing that
2: at me in sixth grade. <laughs> <laughs> really?
1: Yeah. Like, yeah. Kyle's mom's a like, big, big bitch. Oh, <laughs> like, I,
2: can't, <laughs> I can't disagree.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I have no rebuttal. I'm like,
0: amen, brother. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, they stole that from me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Wow, yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, all the So, South Park started out as a short called The Spirit of Christmas about a festive piece of poop Mm -hmm. named Mr. Hanky. Yeah, I remember this.
1: I I remember hearing the story that they made a video and it got like sent around everywhere around Hollywood. Like, I think George Clooney got his hands on it or something. I don't yeah. know. I don't George know. And that's Clooney. a
2: famous story from the first season too, where George, they got George Clooney for the first uh, season. Yeah, and they made him play a dog who just barked.
1: <laughs> yeah, and so George that. Clooney
2: was a guest star, but all he
0: did was. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. <laughs> it would say George Clooney as the dog. Yes. at the credits or something. Yeah, so funny, so good. And so this video was passed around. Then finally, they got the deal because the likes of George Clooney and others supported it and thought it was hilarious. Yeah, and the Sick and Twisted Animation Festival was like huge for them too.
1: Yes. Where where yeah. is that? Where is that? A uh, it used close? to be like
2: a concert. Uh, they would have like corn play between these like weird like uh, cartoon shorts. Really? Yeah.
0: Wow. It was an instant hit when it premiered on Comedy Central in August of 1997. That's to put it lightly. I know. There are photos of me at that age in 1997. Yeah. Wearing the Oh My God, They Killed Kenny t-shirt. Oh, yeah. I had posters. Yeah.
1: I I was in the phase of like um, where I just like. Record portions of like um, Conan that I thought were really funny in the 90s days and like Mr. Show and then Mm -hmm. South Park was right up there. I kind of introduced my friends all to it and then we all just became like huge fans like right off the bat right when it came out.
2: Friend of the show, Auntie Jill, is the one that introduced me to this show. Really? She brought the tape over for me and my mom and my We're talking about to watch. VHS. Yes, the this VHS. This is what we're talking and about. And it was yeah. the Mr. Hankey episode. Yeah. And we were like fans for life. For after life. That.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fu- it's crazy. Like, I just make these big, messy tapes that I, I'm like recording. Over like my first communion video, yeah. and recording like South Park and and uh, old Conan with Ben Stiller over it, so, and, like my my parents like wedding videos. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> I'm a monster. Who have you raised? I'm a comedy nerd monster who's fucking stealing this shit. But
0: those VHSs, if you could get all that stuff taped, like Mister Show, South Park, whatever, yeah. that was worth a lot in the '90s. Oh. oh hell yeah!
1: There was some stuff you can't even find anymore uh, anywhere. Like. There was this thing where Ben Stiller did his own uh, stomp video on Conan way back in the 90s, and oh. you can't even find it anymore. It was like the funniest <laughs> thing. Like He had this wannabe stomp, bringing the funk, bringing the noise That's group, so and he was doing it like <laughs> with a bunch of other people. It was, I don't know. It was amazing, but you can't find it anywhere now. Please so. send it
0: in if you have if it. If you yeah. have
1: it, please send it to us. Death and Entertainment at Gmail. I need this.
0: Yeah. And right off the bat, South Park, the first episode that premiered, you've never seen anything like it. Cartman gets an anal probe. Yep. The yeah. aliens zap him, and then he starts singing, I like to sing about the Juna and the moon. and the-. It's so bizarre. <laughs> yeah. And that kind of cut and paste animation. Yeah. It just was truly original. So that's where this show's at. Yeah. It is overtaking the pop culture zeitgeist. Mm-hmm. The creators too, big time personalities. Trey Parker, Matt Stone, polarizing duo, cause they've always had a fuck it attitude.
1: Yeah. Their earlier movies and videos were just insane. Like basketball. Can't no
0: cannibal the musical.
2: And then orgasmo, or like their two orgasmo. big ones before like they really popped. Orgasmo
0: rated NC seventeen. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: Where he plays like uh, what's he like a door to door Bible salesman? Mormon. Yeah. Oh, he's a Mormon. Yeah. Okay.
0: Recurring theme for them.
1: Yeah. Are they Mormon? I never, I never knew that. Like, or did they just know a lot of Mormons in Colorado? Yeah.
0: I think they were raised around them. Yeah. And had a lot to say about them. Yeah, of course. And they've made billions off of that idea.
1: I yeah. saw uh, the Book of Mormon at the Pantages here in L.A.
0: one time. Saw it in London. You did? I still haven't seen
1: oh, it. Oh, now he's, you're just yeah, tr- always trying to one-up me us, yeah. a little bit. I saw the in London, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah? I saw the Queen, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw Europe, mate. You ever heard of London? Isn't it good? <laughs> Be the crown jewel. <laughs> yeah. I took a walk oh down Bookingham Bodas, went to the pool, and now uh, watch the Book of Mormon didn't I is it? <laughs> that,
2: that British guy turned like Jamaican <laughs> almost.
1: <laughs> oh, I, don't no know. Man. I don't know who exactly I am, mate, isn't it? <laughs> I don't wanna move on from this, but we will.
0: Of course. A little off topic, but Matt Stone went to school a couple schools over from Columbine. Wow. Mm. And Michael Moore interviewed him in bowling for columbine I yes. that, yeah they ruminated about the idea of these teenagers that didn't understand that it gets better after high school yeah. Sure, yeah and they were weeks away from graduation so why the hell didn't they just graduate and get the hell out of there right Good point yeah but in the movie after matt stone's interview michael moore has a cartoon segment called brief history of america and it looks a lot like the South Park animation. The animation does. Yeah. It's an, I
1: remember yeah, that. Yeah, it's
0: an animated sequence. And so because of its proximity to the Matt Stone interview, it made it look like he made that segment. Oh, oh wow. And so as revenge, Michael Moore is brutally destroyed in Team America. <laughs>
2: Oh, oh, that's right! He's got like mustard on his shirt,
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he like ties a bomb to his chest. Oh yeah, he's the suicide bomber <laughs> in that. Yeah, I'm I
1: still gonna watch this. I still never watched it. I don't know. I know. Oh my god! I just dude. know the quote from the Mad Damon. Mad Damon.
0: I know you quoted that. You've never seen. The I know. Movie. I have quoted and that. And you know who the main villain is? Sean Alec. Penn. Alec Baldwin. Oh, is it? <laughs> Years before he was actually a parody of himself. They right. saw that coming. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah besides all that they just in general are their attitude is always like everything is stupid and we're gonna do what we want yeah. matt stone is famously quoted as saying i hate conservatives but i really fucking hate liberals
1: yeah they do play the fence i've, I've heard the commentary before that like oh our love of irony from people like the creators of south park is what has ruined our democracy and i'm like if, a you know, an animated show like South Park, would they making in six days is ruin your d- democracy, you have bigger problems <laughs> yeah. than that. Yeah, no your shit. democracy was not really great anyway. You know, it was kind of on shaky ground before that all happened. So.
0: <laughs> and so their personalities, plus the content of South Park, which is no holds barred, they're starving Marvin yeah! Oh my God! Sally yeah. Struthers stealing all the food. Yeah, uh, I love th- it. that
1: episode with Robert Smith. I love so much.
0: Oh my God! Yeah. He's
1: like the Mothman. Do you want a Rochambeau for it? Who <laughs>
0: destroys Streisand? Yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah!
1: The Strizan yeah. monster. Robert Smith. Robert Smith. Robert Smith. I never <laughs> <laughs> the Japanese guys that are that was, color commentary. Uh, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> so picture yourself being Mary Kay Bergman in the middle of this. Yeah. You got these loud voices of the creators. You got a really hot, controversial show. So what does she do? She takes a credit as Shannon Cassidy instead of Mary Kay Bergman. Really? Wow. Yeah. She doesn't want to be associated. She was nervous about the content. Publicly. Wow. The show. Yes.
1: I mean, yeah, but if you want to go back to work at Disney, that might be a smart move.
2: I wonder. I mean, yeah, but it's not even like Disney pays very well, but it's like huge exposure, I guess. I don't know. That actually is very interesting because now I'm wondering, like, towards the end, if she knew the Oscars thing was coming up, did she really want her face associated with it?
0: I'm going to put an end to that speculation right now. Yeah. About a year and a half into South Park's run, which is kind of nearing you know, the yeah. end, she was proud of it. Good. And she ended up changing the credit to her Mary Kay Bergman, okay. her real name. Interesting. So she was incredibly proud of oh, Self good. Mark. Because they probably would have felt they- horrible if that was the case. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that wasn't at all the case. Good. So on the show, the characters she played, Stan's mom, Kenny's mom, Cartman's mom, Kyle's mom, Sheila Broflovsky. Yeah. who Bitch. Basically, is the star of the movie. Yeah. Also, Wendy Testaburger, Mayor McDaniels, yeah, sure. Ms. Crabtree, Principal Victoria, Stan's sister Shelly, and Nurse Gollum, among others. Oh,
2: yeah. That's Shelly.
1: That's the sister
2: was. hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Like Wendy's Shelley. the
0: one that stands in love
1: Are you with. Staring Are you staring at my headgear? you staring at my headgear?
0: And in 1999- South Park, the movie came out. Mm. Bigger, longer, and uncut. Love this movie. In July 1999, it opened number four behind Wild Wild West. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) We've talked about this one. And Tarzan. Wow. That's hilarious. So they're always following Tarzan. Yeah. Yeah. They're always a little bit lower than Tarzan. Well,
1: they're also a big animated movie that came out around the same time. So
0: Yeah. And this movie was at the center of more controversy because the issue of kids sneaking into R-rated movies suddenly was a mainstream topic for some reason that summer. Yeah. With movies like American Pie, which me and Kyle both saw. Yep. And we were not of age. No. No. And I South- was,
1: and I saw both of them.
0: And South Park was the epitome of not appropriate for kids, but yet totally geared towards kids Yeah. As well. Yeah.
2: I remember my dad taking me to see, me and my all my friends, to see that movie, um, South Park, Bigger, Longer, Uncut. And I just remember <laughs> we all sat by ourselves, and he's just in the back, all the way in the back, watching the movie. And then when uh, Saddam Hussein... Pulls out his dick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just heard my dad go,
0: Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and we're all crying laughing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because it mirrored real life too, the movie. Cause in the movie the kids go to the Terrence and Phillip movie. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Which is in a movie within a movie.
1: Yeah. Who let you kids get
0: here? <laughs> and I had the same reaction as the kids did. We had to get permission from my friend's mom. Yeah. And then the person taking the tickets warned her, she's like, you know, this is very inappropriate for kids and has obscene (laughs) content and language. And the mom was like, yeah, I don't care. They can see it. Yeah. What the fuck? (laughs) And so we went in and I sit down and then when the Terrence and Phillip movie within a movie comes in, it starts out like, hey, Phillip, you are such a pig fucker. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah. We're in for a good time. (laughs) Great movie. Yeah. Yeah. The songs are brilliant. It's a kind of homage to Rodgers and Hammerstein, so the songs. That's what the songs are about, Uncle Fucker. Yeah,
1: but (laughs) what is it about animation, like adult animation dudes that are just really into like musicals? Seth MacFarlane too, like all the late '90s adult animation dudes are really into musicals. I don't get it.
0: So I have a clip from the movie that I think showcases the talents of Mary Kay Bergman because if you'll notice in the scene. She's playing multiple characters that are interacting with each other.
1: This just isn't like you, Stanley. What did my son say, Mr. Mackey? Did he say the S-word?
2: No, it was worse than that.
1: The F-word?
2: Well, here's a short list of the things they've been saying.
1: Okay. <laughs> oh, dear God. What the heck is a rim job? <laughs> now, that's when you put your legs behind your head and have someone lick your ass. <laughs>
0: Cartman's mom. Young man, you will tell Mr. Mackey this instant where you heard all these horrible phrases. We can't tell you. We all took a sacred oath and swore ourselves a secrecy. It was the Terrence and Phillip movie. Dude, what? (laughs) Fuck you guys. I want to get out of here.
1: Those Canadians? Uh, Excuse me. What the heck?
2: They're all wearing Terrence and Phillip t shirts. Two very untalented actors from Canada. Nothing but
1: foul language and toilet humor. Yeah. Brilliant. I love it. They jam pack a lot of good story into. That that was a movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah they are
0: just they're great. Great satire. Let's listen to a little bit of Mary Kay at the South Park premiere. Oh, okay. Think of this in contrast to her using a fake name for the first season of South Park. Do you have a favorite character that you enjoy since you do so many?
1: Well, for this film, there's so many in there that I love. Um
2: there, there's a really goofy character in it called the clitoris. <laughs> which is really- no do that on your show? <laughs> but she's a very sweet character, really. She reminds me of one of the characters from *Wizard of Oz*, and she's wonderful. That's hilarious. She that's so, it's hilarious. Actually, it's a sweet little little thing.
0: Wow. That's not someone that's not proud of her work. Yeah. I'm people that are bark.
1: people that love their voice acting, you know, it's like a crutch. They use it whenever they're, they're you know, in <laughs> nervous in a, in a, in like a, you know a corner
0: somewhere. Oh, so the that's that's the angle you're taking. <laughs> yeah, I prefer that interview to some Hollywood style, like, oh hi, I'm wearing uh, Valentino, and I have nothing to say. <laughs> what are you wearing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you would think Mary Kay Bergman is content. Seems happy. Because it doesn't get much better than this, career-wise. And the movie did yeah. very well. Grossed $83 million worldwide. Yeah.
1: One of the biggest uh, animated comedy releases ever.
0: And gets an Oscar nod. But unfortunately, she is suffering privately. She had general anxiety disorder. And she felt she had to keep it hidden. Because first of all, she doesn't want to burden anybody. And also, she didn't want to be branded as crazy. So she just kept it to herself. Well,
1: she's weary about things getting out there to lose work. I think that's a big thing that on her conscience is she's thinking about, you know, that was her first issue with South Park is, is this going to brand me as a crazy person who's doing these crazy roles and stuff?
0: Yeah. She had these perceived fears that she was on her way out of the industry and it didn't match the reality that was going on. Yeah. When in fact, she would have still been doing. Still be working today. Yeah. Yeah. She also had bipolar disorder undiagnosed. And then what happens is her mom Pat, remember? The mom who was into the the Star Inker. Trek, the Inker, yes. Yeah. And they were the lounge singer. Lounge Singer. Bonded over comedy. She was diagnosed with cancer. Fuck. Mary Kay's depression got worse during that period. So to combat some of these bad feelings, Mary Kay started relying on herbal meds to control her mood swings. Stuff like St. John's wort and whatever other supplements she could find, you know. It's like a
1: Hollywood holistic bullshit remedy thing. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Obviously, it wasn't helping. She wasn't dealing with what the actual issue was. She wasn't admitting to anybody that she has this depression. Yeah. It's all just between her and herself. And by the way they later found supplements all over the house and in her car. So she was desperately looking for It seems like help.
1: Not something that's really helping but it seems like it's helping. You know, we're yeah. psych-
2: searching for the thing that's going to work.
1: It's like a placebo effect. You know, you're just you're taking something thinking that it's actually helping. Who knows if it is or is not, but the the idea that you're taking something psychosomatically makes you feel better because you're doing something.
0: Yeah. This kind of mirrors Robin Williams in some ways, because remember how he was really worried about his career? Yeah. The thing is, though, the difference I would say is he had fallen from a certain level when he started getting really worried. Yeah. But she's at the height here, but she has the same worries about her career and that she was losing her talent because some recording sessions had gone poorly. Uh, okay. So this is after the summer, that fall of 1999. Yeah. Yeah. She starts to have doubts about herself.
1: Am I losing my voice or is is this the end for me? Yeah. And that's her meal ticket. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's her meal ticket. And she just didn't have the confidence that she could keep it up. Privately, she confessed to her husband, Dino, that she thought her skills were declining. And of course, he was like, no, that's not the case. But she just couldn't accept it. Yeah. Sadly, she vehemently refused to seek professional help because of the stigma. So everybody around her thought that all this sadness was due to her mom's illness and the stress of her career. They didn't realize it was actually severe depression. Yeah, Mary Kay kept on a brave face. In public, she always had that cheerful disposition. She was enthusiastic when meeting fans. Listen to this snippet from an interview promoting South Park.
2: I think the why people like South Park is because of the humor. You know, I mean, everything today is all PC. Oh my God.
1: You know, we have to be so careful. We can't offend anybody. God forbid we Mm -hmm. should say something that might offend someone else, some group of people. And we, we make fun of everything. Nothing is sacred on our show. And I think people like that. It's refreshing, you know, and it's time to lighten up. You know, we get so serious in our lives. I know I'm guilty of this. I get very serious about my work. I'm making a cartoon. You know, you'd think, I mean, my God, this is fun. This is silliness. It's craziness. It's, you know, the most fun you can ever hope to have in your life.
0: So does that seem like a really depressed person? No, to you? it doesn't at all. That's why nobody suspects. She's really it. good at hiding. I like think. When, when
1: I'm not feeling, good, I'm like, "Fuck you, motherfuckers. Yeah. yeah,
0: she's not showing any sign there. But that's almost worse, though. Yeah, her husband Dino did mention in an interview he called her his delicate sweetie because she was prone to suddenly bursting into tears. Wow. Still, there's a difference between being emotional and suicidal. You don't necessarily make that connection. Sure, Her mom's condition eventually started to slightly improve. Mm. And Mary Kay seemed to be a little bit better because of that. And so she and Dino started talking about buying a house together. Making plans because things were going really well, well career wise. Tons of fucking money. Yeah. she's
1: getting tons of residuals. She needs, you know, a big post office box to get all the residual checks. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure.
0: In the movie alone, she's sixteen roles. Crazy. Sheila Broflovski, who organizes the whole campaign. I know. I could against I could, Terrence and Philip. I'm and,
1: already counting the dollars of all these things. Yeah. a major. You know, sag money of all those voice roles is
0: crazy. They're going to enjoy the fruits of all that. They're going to buy a house and then they're planning a big trip to Las Vegas. She loves Vegas. Where she loves lo- the blackjack. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So this is in early November 1999. She's still doing her thing professionally. She's giving interviews for the Scooby-Doo and the Alien Invaders DVD. She appears happy and yeah. confident. Like, Scooby-Dooby-Doo! Wait, and she's (laughs) about to go to Vegas with with her husband? Yeah, they're they're making plans. Sure. And so, on the morning of November 11th, Veterans Day, 1999. (laughs) Wow. She recorded a radio spot for Disneyland as Snow White to celebrate Disney's 45th anniversary. She was last seen at 9 p.m. talking to a friend on the phone. About an hour and change later... Her husband, Dino, and their mutual friend, John Bell, came home and discovered her dead body. Oh, my God. (sighs) She had shot herself with a 12-gauge shotgun. That's... Oh, my God. What? The barrel was still pressed against her forehead. Oh, my God. What was left of it. I was going to say, how?
1: Yeah, that's a heavy shot.
0: There was this site that was very popular in the 2000s called Find a Death. Mm-hmm. Findadeath.com. I thought you
1: were going to say the com.
0: Kind of the same time. Okay. This guy obtained the autopsy report. And this is a quote from his site, the way he talked about this. The top of her head had been blown off and her brain was lying on the carpet two feet away. They found blood, brain matter, and skull fragments all around the room, on the walls, and on several wrapped Christmas presents. Oh my god. That is gory.
2: Yeah. I recently saw one of the most horrific things I've ever seen in my life, and I don't recommend anybody watch this video, but there was a controversial thing that happened a couple years ago on Facebook Live, and this guy, Ronnie McNutt, I don't know if you guys heard about this dude, he Uh, Shot himself in the face with a shotgun on Facebook live and Facebook refused to take it down. But it was one of the... It is the most terrifying video I've ever seen. Skipped
0: that one. Yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah. It's,
1: I, I, had,
2: I was busy. When a shotgun hits your face... Yeah. I had things to do. It's not good. Oof. It erases it's anything that's an, bad. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, yeah. I I don't... I'm not really up for stuff like that. Like the yeah. Faces of Death uh, yeah. DVDs and stuff, I was
0: not into. Half of it's fake, but still. Yeah. She was 38 years old. Wow. wow. Sadly, her mother had to live through this. She herself died almost a year to the day Oof. of her daughter.
1: Oh, my God. So her, her mom was on the way out. Yeah. So it, it was, you know, a fatal diagnosis. I'm sure this
0: tragedy didn't help, like, not push sure, it along. Yeah. Like, Dino, the husband, made it quite clear, though, that it was not related to her mom's illness. Really? That's why they were fooled that she was suicidal because they thought she was just really bummed out about the mom's cancer, mm. and that's why she was so sad. But she had this undiagnosed secret depression that she was suffering from.
1: Wow. Yeah, and Did she, she leave left a note or
0: anything. She left two suicide notes. Oh wow. One to Dino, and for some reason, one to their mutual friend John Bell. That's interesting. Who was.
1: He was hanging around there. He was there. Yeah. Interesting.
0: So in the note to her husband, she said, you know that I live in constant fear and I don't know what else to do.
1: That's something that creeps up on a lot of people. Constant fear, like dread of what's going on. If she, I mean, if she was living in these days where we're living in right now, she'd be, you know. It'd be worse.
0: Yeah, I feel yeah. Like. she would feel like, "What am I doing? Uh, is this okay that I'm making this joke on the show?"
1: Not or, only what am I doing, but like, is the world gonna be gone tomorrow? Mm. Like, our, I don't know. I, we, I feel like we're in uncertain times. Uh,
0: the, really, what, what gives it away? I know
1: exactly, but <laughs> yeah, that,
0: yeah, she'd be going
1: crazy right now.
0: And it's not known for how long she was actually suicidal. The afterlife always fascinated her, but to what extent? Her husband, Dino, he set up the Mary Kay Bergman Memorial Fund, which donates to the Suicide Prevention Center at Dee Hirsch Community Mental Health Center in Los Angeles. A memorial concert was held on March 12, 2000 at the Hollywood Roosevelt Hotel. The list of performers and speakers included Mona Marshall, another voiceover actress who actually replaced her as the voice of Sheila Broflowski wow, in South Park from 2000 on. And another girl that spoke was Gray Delisle. I think that's how you pronounce her name. She was a one-time student of Mary Kay Bergman. Mary mm. Kay Bergman in the mid-'90s actually taught voiceover. Wow. Fuck. And Gray, that's her name, she actually replaced her as Daphne on the new Scooby-Doo. Oh, wow. So they're paying their dues I and paying their respects.
1: At the Roosevelt there, just a little tidbit from a former episode here, um, the bar is named Teddy's after um, Teddy, um, why can't I think of his name right now, the director? Roosevelt. No, t- yeah. <laughs> Teddy the director. Demi. Um, Ted, Ted Demi, yeah, um, that his wife
0: opened in his uh, memory. Popular place. Yeah. Mark Shaman, who co-wrote the songs in South Park, Bigger, Longer, and Uncut, he spoke at the memorial. Trey and Matt couldn't be there, so they sent a written statement. Mary Kay is buried at Forest Lawn Cemetery in Hollywood. Too bad it's not at the Forever Cemetery, where she used to sneak into. Her gravestone reads, One soul of a thousand voices. Now an angel's chorus of bright wings, bringing laughter and joy to the heavens above. And play the drop that says, you know, the Sheila drop. What, what, what? (laughs) (laughs) That's it. And if you want to hear a tidbit of Mona Marshall replacing Sheila, I have that as well. Part of getting older is finding ways to assert your independence, you know. It's just not the same. All respect to Mona Marshall. Yeah. But they, they got away with it. They did. It's just kinda sad.
1: It doesn't have that same oh maybe that's why subconsciously I stopped watching the show. I just uh,
0: It's like The it, Simpsons in a way. Yeah. It, you know, you, you had your fun with it for a while and yeah. then it's still going. Yeah.
1: But <laughs> I hear people talking about it sometimes, but yeah. for the most part, you know, it's okay.
0: They took a stance against China recently. That was kinda cool. Who oh, wow. did? Trey and Matt,
1: oh, did they? Yeah, Good. they're like,
0: we don't give a fuck if we're banned. We're not changing our episode. Good that for them condemns China, yeah, and then one more thing before we go, I would be remiss if I didn't mention the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Blame Canada. She sings it in the movie, written by Mark Shaman and Trey Parker. It's nominated for best song. Everyone came up to husband Dino after she died and said, oh, that could have been her singing at the Oscars. And he said, In reality, quote, she was very ill at that point, and I don't think she could have handled it. Mm. So
2: Yeah, with anxiety, it's like that's one of the biggest stages you could be on.
0: Yeah. May with not have at the Oscars. Happened anyway, but mm. the Oscars ended up taking place about a week after the memorial. Trey and Matt, they decided you need a big personality to fill her shoes and also perform the song. Yeah. And they wanted nothing to do with it. Really? You know, performing it. Yeah. yeah. So they asked Robin Williams to do it. And I'm Mary sure they K- did.
1: I'm sure the handlers or whoever did, or someone at, uh, you know, Comedy Central.
0: Oh, you don't think that they asked I don't think they per- personally? No. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a business deal? Yeah. <laughs> so, of course, Robin Williams said yes. He's happy to do it. You want to hear some amazing irony? Yes. Are you guys ready for this? Bum, bum, bum. So, Mary Kay, she did some ADR work throughout her career. And she did it for a movie called What Dreams May Come in 1998, starring one Robin Williams. Mm -hmm. And what did she do for that movie, you might be asking yourself?
1: I'm kicking my... chomping at the bit here
0: well the plot of that movie this is crazy it's a husband's journey down to hell to save his wife from eternal damnation after she kills herself oh my god and there's a scene where robin williams is going through a field and literally walking over the faces of the condemned i never took more than 30 percent from any
2: client this
0: must be the place yeah all the female voices during this sequence are from Mary Kay Bergman. (sighs) Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. Too real. Too real. So I have a snippet of her signature song.
2: Times have changed. Our kids are getting worse. They won't obey their parents. They just want to fight and curse. Should we blame the government or blame society? Or
0: should should we we blame blame the images images on TV? TV? No! Where is this from? The movie. Oh. Okay. Yeah.
1: Bigger, longer, and uncut. It sounds like like a live version of like, Chicago. It sounds like a stage or something. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's what they're going for, was Rodgers and Hammerstein. It uh, does sound exactly. like that, yeah. It inspired.
1: Yeah. I haven't seen the movie since it came out, I think. It's a the fantastic theaters. movie. Yeah, you should so give good. it another watch, yeah.
0: And then here is a snippet of the famed Robin Williams performance of the same song.
1: <laughs> ah! Oh, my God! They killed Kenny!
0: Times have changed. Our kids are getting worse. It's they want to blame their parents. They just want to fart and curse.
1: Should <laughs> we blame the government or blame society? Or should we blame the images on TV? Now blame, blame Canada.
0: And it's such a big number. Yeah. It, yeah. it looks wrong. as big as anything Can in the Book again? of Mormon. Yeah. Blame Canada. Blame Canada. A lot of backup singers. Uh, yeah.
1: We need to form a full assault
0: and then the Canadian Mounties come on, and they're all doing, you know, the. Yeah, it's like the Rockettes. Yeah. yeah. Robin Williams is all showbiz bravado. Yeah. Booty call.
1: did get the man. you say booty call? He did. Yeah,
0: because they all have short shorts on, and they're turned around. My
1: booty call just came out this year. <laughs>
0: So they're doing high kicks, and it's like a, this wild number. And yeah. in the audience, Trey and Matt are on acid. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Losing their fucking mind. Yeah, they
0: took acid.
1: And then they dressed up as uh, J Lo and someone, Gwyneth Paltrow. Paltrow. Yeah. Paltrow.
2: And they were, <laughs> they were, people were asking them like serious questions, and they were like, it's just a beautiful evening, <laughs> a magical <laughs> evening.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's all magical. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot going on. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think they play it down, but I think they were having the best time of their lives.
0: You had to be. Besides, of course, the tragedy of course that yeah. really puts a damper on a lot, which of led this. to
1: that. Which, yeah, I wouldn't be doing acid then. <laughs> like, if, yeah, if like crazy bad shits happen like that, i would not like I've never done no. acid before anyway, so.
2: It's pretty intense because they tell you never to take hallucinogens when you're under any amount of stress.
1: I know <laughs> that would, like, yeah, I, that would drive me insane if I had any little bit of, uh, you know, thing in the back of my head like yeah,
0: that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. To be fair to Trey and Matt, I have a clip of them talking about her death. It was, it, it really sucked. And, uh, um, see, Mark, they're broken still, up. It's still I a mean, big dealing with it just dressed today dressed as yeah, jailer right with now. they just today trying to
2: figure out how to make Carmen's mom sound not so lame you know and trying to make cause it's, and it's hard too because part of it is like you know I mean our, obviously our, our ears are more tuned to it than anybody but it's just hard when you know you know that character and you know the person who did that character and there's this imposter there and you're trying to judge it objectively, but you just can't get rid of those feelings of, like, that's not And, right. so, you know, Mary Kay was our friend. So yeah, we're so just like, like, who the f*** are you thinking you can do her
0: voices? You know, it's just you asked her to do her, me. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's a, it's a weird thing. And
2: and we really didn't, we knew, we didn't want, you know, a friend of ours had killed herself. That's all it was. And we didn't even want to deal with it for, for at least a couple months. So that's why we just said, well, we'll just do episodes without female characters. And I mean, now, we're, wow. now we're just starting to try to find people that can, can do it. Okay. I would love to go back and rewatch those episodes because mm-hmm. if they really went out of their way to make sure that there weren't females in it to not even be affected by the entire trauma of the situation, that's really interesting.
1: Yeah, so they wrote around it. Well, as you could see from their seven days of making the show, you know they they can stop and start and like really change. The, you know, a lot of these shows, uh besides South Park, are like. Like, Family Guy or Simpsons, like, a year out from, like, they write it, and then it gets produced and put on air. Whereas South Park, they can stop and start and, like, do a lot of different things on the fly.
2: And that's why they were so successful, because a lot of their stuff was so current. It was yeah. like, this just happened this week, and there's already a fucking half-hour cartoon about yeah. it? Like, what's going on?
0: The episode you're about to do, Steve Irwin, yes. shortly after he died, they have a scene in the South Park episode in Hell, where yeah. someone's dressed as Steve Irwin with the stingray in his chest, yes. and yeah. Satan sees him, and he's like, <laughs> oh, come on, it's too soon. Yeah. And he's like, but I am actually the real Steve yeah. Irwin. <laughs> <laughs> I, well,
1: that's going to be part of my research, obviously. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: And finally... South Park just celebrated 25 years. Yeah. And they threw a huge concert celebration. At at Red Rocks. At Red Rocks, Colorado, with Primus, Rush, and Ween. Yeah. Yeah. The Ween. (laughs) Alejandro's favorite band. I don't like Ween. Oh, good for you, Mark. (laughs) Nobody gives a fuck. (laughs) Concert was awesome. Ween is awesome. Did you watch the whole concert? Was it all videoed? Yeah, you can see it on YouTube. Paramount Plus. Oh wow. Yeah.
2: or Paramount Plus. Yeah. Yeah. And you could see the uh, Foo Fighters tribute to um Taylor Hawkins, Taylor Hawkins Oh yeah. Paramount His son Plus as well, was so.
1: on there, yeah. Mm-hmm. Tear
2: Jerkers.
0: Final thoughts.
1: I knew nothing about this, but it's I don't it's one of those uh cases that we do here that um it really just you know, reminds you of like how crazy this industry is and like mm. how it kind of chews people up and spits people out. Yeah. She didn't have the worst time, you know, in her career either.
2: She had an amazing eight year run.
1: Yeah. She had a run and yeah. just like, it just shows you that sometimes it's just personal things going on.
2: Yeah. Uh, I have like a real soft spot for this story because I have gone through the same thing with like anxiety and depression and I, for years I refused to go to a doctor and I was doing vitamins and going to the vitamin shop all the time trying to figure out the right thing. Look it up like L-theanine because it puts like the happy chemicals in your brain. Yeah. No, dude, nothing changed until I went to a doctor and started taking Zoloft and um, I'm glad I did. So if anybody out there is struggling, friggin' actually go talk to somebody.
0: Yeah. Yes. That's what Dino, her surviving husband, has always said, that he wanted to bring awareness to the issue, and if he could just help one person. Because that's what he said it comes down to, suicide awareness, Yeah, and don't be ashamed if you're depressed. Seek help immediately. Mm -hmm. Of course. Dino has since remarried, and I think he has kids. Okay. But not much else is known. He does some tributes to her once in a while on social media. Yeah. You know, it's sad. Yeah. But also just she would have been there at the 25th anniversary concert. Right. She was a big reason those first couple seasons.
1: She really sold those female characters very well in a very male dominated uh, animated show.
0: Absolutely. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, it was great. And she created those voices like they give her a couple sentences about a character. She creates that voice. Yeah. She really sold that show for them. And and, uh, I think they owe her a debt of gratitude for that.
0: R.I.P. Mary Kay Bergman.
1: Um, as always, please check out our Instagram at Death and Entertainment.
0: YouTube, Death
2: and Entertainment. And Subscribe, like, hit the notification bell. Please. Come on, Leave us a review. Spotify. Insta, Not Instagram. Spotify. Uh, <laughs> iTunes.
1: Twitter. Uh, diepod 2021. Just start
0: pushing buttons. Yeah. Whatever yeah, site yeah. you're on. Yeah. And... Just press every button on your laptop.
1: Hit it all. See what happens.
0: See you next time, everybody. Thank you. Bye-bye.